Alles nou, I was reminded. I was also sitting now thinking, yes, when I get the water. Okay, bring my ear water. <laughs> Holy water. Anyway, I was reminded of, yes, uh, I was actually thinking now, okay, when, when God's going to do the next thing and the next thing. And I was reminded on about when David uh, got back to town, everybody was taken by the, I think, I think it was the Philippines. I'm, I'm not sure. I can't remember now the story exactly. And then uh, he went uh, into the temple with the priest and waited on God what to do next. And everybody around him got angry at him, not going after the Philistines to get everyone back. And I was just reminded right now that sometimes we need to wait on the Lord uh, before we move. And then God said to David, you can go after them. I will give everything back to you. And then, then he went out there. And I think when they started running after those Philistines, <laughs> uh, probably all hell broke loose. <laughs> anyway, um, I just had a word for, where's Linky? Linky gone. Huh? I said, achter. Okay. Can't say my word. Okay, Linky, ik weet niet of hij is Reinhard. Ja, wat hij is, hè? Um, ik heb net een woord ervaar. Ik heb het moest het hier neertik op mijn phone. Ik bang, ik vergeet het. Net vannacht. Um, ik heb net een touw gezien. Uh, wat in elkaar gevlag is. En hoe die heren bezig is om jullie, um, jy en je man in die heren in te vlag samen met eenheid. En ik ervaar die woorden wat ik gekregen was. Um, if God speaks, don't be ashamed and afraid what God will do in your lives. So ek ervaar die Heer iets groot in jylle leven wil doen, maar moet nie bang wees of skaam wees daar oor. En dan Wikus, was Wikus? Die ouwens, hulle, hulle is bezig om, om hierdie holy ding te verloor. Ok. Ek sal dit vir hom na die tijd gee. So what I want to speak about this morning, or what was on my heart actually, is uh, a little bit about inheritance, uh, erfenis, the Afrikaans word, and inheritance is a very important thing to recognize. Where is it, Reinhard? Hello, Reinhard. Did you have shift? Okay. Did you hear the word? Okay, give you a little time. I can do it two times, and it's too difficult for my English. Um... So, I had to I had to pray about this and just to, just to share a bit about inheritance because the problem is sometimes we get saved and we get baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, but uh, we forget the reason why, the actual reason why. And um, everything started at the beginning. We have to go back to the beginning. It was Adam and Eve. God created everything so that they... Adam and Eve will inherit everything. Everything God made was for Adam and Eve. And he said, you can name all the animals until they sinned against God. And then they had to leave the garden. I want to share something quickly before I go further. Proverbs 13 verse 22. 
En ons bykie is weg, ek het al die skrif onge, ok, gaan ons. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. And I want to share that this morning because the question when I will at the end probably come to the end, hopefully, is what is your inheritance built on? And what are you leaving? And um, what, I, what I got this morning was is that this verse keeps our life, our life goals, our vision and our legacy in front and center when we're choosing how to live our lives for Jesus. I'm going to try to say it again. This verse keeps our life goals, our vision, and our legacy front and center when we are choosing how to live our lives for Jesus. Okay? Does it make sense? I tried my best here to rewrite it from Afrikaans to English. And then, what is the most interesting, God had to start somewhere after Adam and Eve, and he chose one person at the age of 70 to leave the city, and he chose Abram. And God is not like us. He doesn't make a promise, and then he needs to put it on paper so that we sign it. If he makes a promise, he keeps his promise. And uh, he promised Abram that he will be the father of a big nation. And Abram took it. That's a very important thing. He took it. If it was not for Abram, we probably will still not, we would not have been here. Very important. And Abram was blessed by God. And you know, there was a, there's a story about Abram going and dig for water, a well, and then he found the water and then other people came and said, no, this is our place, took, took over the well, and then he moved again. He digged another well and found water, and then the people came again. I think a few times that happened. At, at the end, the people living there just gave up. They said, it's just God who can give him water. Because every time he digged where God told him to, he, he would find water. And he was so, I think he, his heart was so close to God, walking the walk. I mean, if you're 70 and you leave a city, I mean, I, I, look, I look at Gerrit, you know, how he struggles just to get out of the Nissan bucky. <laughs> how, 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 does you, how do you get out of a camel, of, of the camel, if you go into the desert at that age? So, it, it, the thing is, it's about faith. There was faith planted in his heart. And the same thing that he gave Abraham, listen very carefully, he, he wants to give us the same inheritance that he promised Abraham and is actually a reality today, he wants to give us. Actually gave you it already. Um, and from one man, from one person, God gave birth to a nation. And he had to start with a nation. So it was Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. And Jacob gave uh, birth to 12 sons. And from, from those 12, was birth, God gave birth to a massive nation, the Israels, that was called Israel today, or the Jewish. 
And uh, he started with them. And the whole Deuteronomium is basically based on his inheritance towards that nation. Very important to know this. He speaks, if he speaks, he says, he says I'm going to take away your inheritance if you sin. And then he puts them in slavery for 400 years. And then he puts him back into his inheritance. And it, it shows us that God is a God of structure. Listen carefully. It's not a God to play with. You see, the problem is the last 25 years I found that for just less than 2,000 years, the church has believed certain things. And we've gone wobbly about many things the last 25 years. And God actually is a king. Now the thing about the king is Israel didn't, God didn't want to give Israel a king. Because he wanted to speak through his uh, priests and through his prophetic, through the prophetic. But they still wanted the king. And I think the best one was probably David at the end of the day was the best of, of the kings. And the thing about the king was, if the king said something, it was like that point. You had no choice. If the king made a decision, that was a decision for the nation. And if you were under that king, you would listen to that decision. So the example of kingdom was put there for us because we're still living under a kingdom. Listen carefully. We're still living under a kingdom. If you make the choice for Jesus, you come into, into inheritance. You inherit that kingdom. And you have to live under that king. And um, even David understood it. When one of the little towns was um, attacked by someone, he will leave the 99 to go and protect that town. David understood something about the sheep that none of us probably will ever understand because it's too difficult. He was with the sheep the whole night, day and night, protecting them, killing wolves and bears and lions. And the moment he stepped into kingdom, he understood what his inheritance was. He had to look over these people. And that's why God used him so mighty. Uh, Deuteronomy 4 verse 20. I'm just going to give just three examples. But as, as for you, the Lord took you and brought you out of the iron melting furnace out of Egypt to be the people of His inheritance as you now are and they still are. Deuteronomy 4 verse 38. To drive out before you nations greater and stronger than you and to bring you into your land to give it to you for your inheritance as it is today. Deuteronomy 9, 26 to 29. I prayed to the Lord and said, O sovereign Lord, do not destroy your people, your own inheritance that you redeemed by your great power and mighty and brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember your servant Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So he always goes back, ne? 
overlook the stubbornness of the people, their wickedness and their sin. Otherwise, the country from which you brought us will say, because the Lord was not able to take them into the land he had promised him, and because he hated them, he, he brought them out to put them to death in this desert. But they are your people, your inheritance, that you brought out by your great power and your outstretched arms. So, and the reason I want to share that is, is to, that we need to understand what, is, what God did with Israel is that he took them and gave them inheritance so that they will be a, what is now, foreboding also? Example, sorry. Example for us. And, and I want to tell you something this morning, if you look at the Bible, and I'm talking to the men now here especially, that for some reason, it's always been like that, there has been rested a bigger responsibility on us men or fathers to take the inheritance that was given to us so that the whole house will be saved. There's a reason why 80% of men who turns to Jesus at the men's camp, 80% of those men, their house will be saved. And a woman's camp, 30% of the woman's house will get saved. Because there's a bigger inheritance that the men needs to take. There's a stand where we say, I will take this God and I will move. And we have lost that. And yeah, I see a lot of men, but in, in, in some churches and some countries, it's only women going to church. I can promise you that. And men has, men has lost it. We've lost the, the function, what we need to do. We need to Bring our houses to Jesus. And, and I want to just show you quickly what Abram did. He didn't do a lot. He didn't have to. Just, just look at this. Romans 4, verse 13 to 16. It was not through law that Abram, listen very carefully, it was not through law. It's Paul saying this, trying to explain something. And uh, Abram and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. So what makes, just, just a quick question, what makes you inherent what Abraham had? Your faith. You have to believe. It was not, just go back, next one, sorry. For it, if those who live by law are his, Faith has no value, and the promise is worthless, because law brings wrath, and they, where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace, and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. He is the father of all of, all of us. Interesting, eh? So he, he started, he kick-started the whole thing, amazingly. And I think God probably looked over the earth and he saw Abraham and said, I'm going to use this man at his old age. Um, Ephesians 1 verse 18. 
I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Hebrew 9 verse 15. For the reason Christ is the mediator of a new covenant that those who are called may receive the promise, eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Okay. I'm going to leave that one. And in Afrikaans we talk about a verbond. There's a covenant. The moment you take, you take inheritance, you actually take covenant as well. It does two runs together. And God has made a covenant with Abram. And that covenant comes, actually comes all the way through the Bible from thousands of years towards us. The same covenant counts to us. And there's nothing, I'm going to tell you this morning, there's nothing that you can do that will impress God. Nothing that Abram did impressed God. It's only because of his faith that he was saved and that he inherited great nations. So what do we inherit is the question. We inherit the kingdom one day. You will walk. Listen carefully. You will walk. When you run the race, I think by myself always how it looks in heaven. I think when you die, you walk into heaven. Everybody you know or ever knew will wait for you. And say, you've run this race. You made it. And that is why it's so important that you, the inheritance that you leave, you will leave for your children. Children's children, sorry. Because it's the only thing that you might be able to take to heaven is your family, your friends, everyone you know. And what kind of inheritance do you want to leave? That's my question. No one that is in the light and has everlasting has everlasting inheritance. We need to move in the light. What makes me run this race? What makes you run this race? What makes you follow Jesus? Why do you keep on doing what you're doing? Why are you trying why are you not trying to save as many as you can? You can't keep this inheritance. You can't keep it for yourself. I just want to, Ephesians 1 verse 14, I just want to share this. Who is, who is it deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of His glory? The Afrikaans actually says it better for me. What is the proof of your inheritance? Ramon, can you Afrikaans opzet Ephesians 1 verse 14 is up. Roman sikkel nou om vir Engels na oor Afrikaans toe te slaan. Maar is al op, ek het van gevraam met op te sit. 
luister mooi in Afrikaans, um, I'll explain it to the English people, die Heilige Geest is die waarborg, dat ons ook verder sal ontvang, wat God beloof het, wanneer hy allemaal wat aan hom behoort, volkome sal verlos, daarom moet ons sy grootheid prijs, dit is vir my baie mooi, dat die Heilige Geest, the Holy Spirit, is the proof, that we are, part of the inheritance, very, very important, you see, in a kingdom, there is rules in kingdoms. If you do something and you do it something wrong, the king will know about it. In a kingdom, <laughs> the king will come and gather his what is uh, tax every month. The whole structure of kingdom is so biblical that we sometimes do not understand it. God only asks a tenth of yours a month. <laughs> With a king, it's, it's based on kingdom, how the king, kings thought about it and how it's built into church. Jesus gave his life. I want to say this this morning and then I'm going to end business. Um, Jesus gave his life was a moment that God took his hand away from Jesus so that he would be crucified. Just think about it. Jesus took his hand, God took his hand away from Jesus and Jesus said, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Why have you left? So that you could be crucified in that moment so that me and you would be saved and inherit the kingdom. Is the Bible a story? For many people it is. And I think sometimes that's why the world doesn't like us or hate us actually. These days we can call hate a stronger word. Because we walk, walk upright. We believe what, what, what we believe. We will not be moved. There is unfortunately a lot of people that will be moved around certain things. But we will not be moved. And the Bible even says that Christians will kill, kill Christians at the end of the days. I can give that to you. And they still will think that they're doing it for God. This is, it's becoming real. Things are becoming more real than you think. We're more into the end of the days than we ever was before. It's my opinion. Might be the next generation or maybe the next generation. Nobody knows. But it's our responsibility to leave something for our children. So, if there's anybody this morning who, we can share it, if there's anybody this morning who, who feels like they need to respond to this, something that, they, they, you know, sometimes we believe and sometimes we, but we don't understand the inheritance that Jesus wants to give us. And sometimes, God just wants us to say, here I am. I'm, we're going to pray and then I'll ask. And then if you want to just say, Lord, I want to take this with everything I have. I'll give, it, I'll give you a chance. So let's close our eyes. Thank you, Lord, just for this morning that yeah, you've given your son so that we would inherit the kingdom of the mighty God. 
as it is in heaven and on earth. Lord, and we just want to say this morning that we, first of all, I think just, there's no words to say that we appreciate or thank you or we just want to, we just know that we are, are your people and that we've um, inherited this kingdom and there's nothing more powerful as a, as a message out, of, out there that people ask us, what, what, what are you based on? Or what we, we just inherited your kingdom, Lord. We just want to say thank you for that this morning. We want to praise you. Like this one word said, we need to praise you, Lord. We, we need to praise you, Lord. And we just want to come this morning and give ourselves, our hearts towards you, Lord. Because you are a father that loves us. You are a father who wants to give. And this is, you, you gave your son and you are still giving, Lord. You are still changing lives. You are still changing people. We want to thank you for that this morning, Lord. We want to thank you for that, Lord. We just sit like this. If you, yeah, if you just feel like well, you just want to, recommit this morning just say Jesus here I am um, I didn't understand this before or just want to recommit to you that I will give everything that I've got will you just just put your hand up you don't have to do anything yes thank you thank you Lord thank you thank you Jesus thank you guys I just want to pray with with just going to pray a prayer with, the, with everybody who put up their hands. Lord, I just want to come and ask you that you will grab, grab their hearts this morning. Grab their hearts this morning. Make it soft, Lord. And uh, they will take their place in the houses. And they will, they will move in the spirit, Lord. Because your word says that is the promise that your spirit is the proof that we belong to you, Lord. And I want to pray the Holy Spirit this morning over them in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to pray that. If there's anyone who, who has not never before heard this, this, the gospel as it is this morning and you want to give your lives this morning for the first time, if there's anyone, do you want to just, just put up your hand? Anyone? Thank you. There's one. Thank you. Anyone else? wants to give their life to Jesus this morning. No one. Yes, thanks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray with him afterwards. That's fine. Thank you, Jesus. Um, okay. So um, Francois just feels that there's two words that, that, need, that he wants to release. So I'm going to give over to him. Okay, I... Didn't know if I should release this, but um, yeah, God's pressing it um, from two sides, so I'm going to release both of them. Um, so I, they will just read it quickly, and then I'll take it together. So during worship, I felt this scripture in Galatians 6, where Paul says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for for." Whatever one sows, that he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh, from the flesh will reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit 
reap eternal life. You know, I think this um, this word in 2 Timothy just carries on really with, I think it's kind of the same word that God's trying to um, impress on us today that um, in the last days it will be very difficult times. It's 2 Timothy 3 verse 1. People will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful, proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving, unforgiving. They will be slander. They will slander others and have no self-control. Betray friends, reckless, puffed up, and, and, and pride. And then it goes on in. I just want to go to to Timothy four, um, because it's it's really about getting back. If we, and our inheritance is, is staying in that place of, sorry, can I go bubble? Staying in the place of um, truth, staying in the place of being in the Word, and taking the Word that has been kind of almost, it's, it's also an inheritance, if you, if you get what I'm saying. To be able to have truth is something that you've received. And something that you that you leave and that you give. Um, to Timothy four verse three, for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires, as we heard in the previous verse, and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching, itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. So it's just a strong word for us to stay in the word. To don't dilute it. Keep true, true, true to the word. Because that is our inheritance. That is part of our inheritance. That we're leaving. And, and that's the, the power of God through us. It's through the word, through the truth. If we, if, we, if we depart from that, even if it's just 1%, if it's even just one degree, that degree goes where? Off. We have to stay on the true north. Stick to the word. I f just feel it's a warning for, for some of us. Or an encouragement for some of us. to stick to the word. Excellent. Yeah, I think God took us through a whole journey this morning. Special time sitting on his lap. Experiencing the Father's heart. And then the inheritance. That's what we're fighting for. And um, if you take the lion and the lamb, so the truth and the love, this, um, the warning that came now is basically just to keep, like, um, like Weber said, keep the true north, the true north. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Keep him, <laughs> yeah, look at him, stay with him. Keep the distance between you and him. Make it as close as possible, because he will guide you to keep that, to keep the to keep the compass in the right direction. Um, okay. Okay, Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for everything that you shared with us. Everything that you showed us. The special time that we could spend on your lap, Father, help us to leave our things behind, our conditioning, our way of doing things, our issues, 
that we can just get them out of the way, leave them at, at your feet, that we can um, come closer to you, Father, that you can help us to see you, to see our inheritance, and to actually just go for it. Um, yeah, Father, help us, give us faith, give us direction, and just keep us close to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this morning. Amen.